Welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with everything we missed from the past couple of weeks. Uh, January, step up. <laughs> and the number of bows when entering the presence of Willem Dafoe. Incredible. Can't wait to hear about start that. start to the year. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, before I get into the show, let's take a quick break. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Okay, Tea Time is checking in with all the stuff that we missed. We were off for a couple weeks around the holidays, but we're back and a lot has happened. Um, First, this is kind of checking in because it was over New Year's Eve, gonna be short. Just wanted to publicly announce that I did watch the Miley Pete New Year's Eve special Mm. and it was okay. I have not found a lot of other people who have watched it as well. So it's been hard to discuss, but it was okay. I was not blown away, but it was good to have on. I don't know what you guys did and what you were watching, what type of countdown you had on. Maybe you were on the Andy Cohen one, (laughs) but um, Brandy Carlisle was there. Sweetie, Jack Harlow, this guy named 24K Golden was there who like the whole show it felt like centered around. Um, (laughs) But it was like very sketch heavy. And I swear these two are just going to become like Jimmy Fallon in a couple years. I think that's their career trajectory. Interesting. It's like sketch, interview, comedy, the host. Um, But a couple highlights. Miley did The Climb. Miley did Party in the USA. I saw she had a wardrobe malfunction. Okay, she did. But she handled it like a champ. I saw just. Amazing. Quick cover up, backed up, went back on stage in no time. So good. Um, and she did Jolene with her sister Noah. So overall, wow. I was Honestly, those are great. That's it pretty was. good. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't she brought out the big more. hits. Yeah. And did you Love see it. that uh, Kim unfollowed Miley on Instagram? <laughs> I did. And uh, okay. I couldn't get more friend vibes from the two of them, by the way. Sure. Not a lot of sexual chemistry for Miley. And Pete, which is fine. They should be friends. But They're like too similar. Uh, yes, honestly, they are. Like, have any. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they are. Um, anyway, just wanted to announce that to the group. What else do we have, Kate? All right. Just like running through the relationship shit that we got to run through. Olivia Munn and John Mulaney um, introduced their baby to the world mm. on Christmas Eve. You know, just like a classic like 
let's dump it here so no one talks about it while everyone's mm, busy. Sure. His name is Malcolm Mullaney, and uh, he was actually born November 24th, of which I'm not going to do the math. Feel free to do the math. I'll tell you right now, it does not match up with what John Mulaney <laughs> told the world uh, on Seth Meyers when he was breaking down the timeline, just like. Oh, officially just like not true. Um, We can do basic addition, but you know, it's fine. Very cute baby. Um, Mm -hmm. Olivia's been posting, been posting about him um, on our Instagram. He's very cute, you know, happy for them, et cetera, to an extent. Um, Okay. Next up relationship news. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) This one will also be quick. I kind of like just running through this category. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, last of the outline, here I am talking about Kanye West and Uncut Gem star Julia Fox. They have been mm. spotted out and about first in New York. They went to a show and dinner at Carbone. And then they've been wow. spotted in Miami. So, you know, he's been spotted with a couple different people recently. Mm. I don't really care who he ends up with. You know, <laughs> you, I haven't seen her in a bit. So I guess I was kind of happy. I was like, oh, yeah, Julia Fox. She's big. When Uncut Gems came okay, out. Okay, this actually makes so much sense to me, though. So really? she, them? she has done a lot of, like, performance art, like, heavy yes. quotes performance mm. art, where yes. she, like, you know, like, walk around a subway car naked or something. Like, not really, but along those <laughs> okay. lines. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And then also she has had, like, a very public split from her, I think, estranged husband lately and has done oh. a lot of, like, maybe not the most, like, PR uh intelligent, friendly, friendly, uh, kind of ranting Instagram stories. Mm. So it just seems like they have a lot in common, uh, in terms of how they engage with fame maybe. And, uh, they're kind of like weird artsy fartsy like vibes. So honestly, like this makes more sense than anyone else he has dated in recent memory to me. Yeah. Yeah. She obviously is like not super famous. People thought she was going to blow up after Uncut Gems and then she just didn't. I think um, working at the ringer made me think she was really, really right. famous because uh-huh. everyone was yep. obsessed with her. Yep. And the it turns out. Gems bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she has not really done much like professionally, but I don't know, just like the artsy, like kind of weird, kind of like not super like polished yeah. public image thing, like very much makes sense to me with them together. I, I was confused as to who, because I've never seen Uncut Gems. So I was mm-hmm. like, good for you. Who is this woman? Oh, thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. She's like kind of just like a classic model turned actress to an extent. God. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I actually agree with what you were saying about the two of them making more sense. Paparazzi actually asked her while she was in Miami, like, will there be a second day? Or like, will there be another day? And she actually responded. And she's like, I don't oh, know, wow. which I appreciated <laughs> that she engaged with that Great. and actually gave maybe an honest answer. Um, yeah. And then I don't, I think maybe it was Amelia who put this in there that she wore leather, <laughs> skin tight leather pants to the I beach in Miami for like a beach day with friends. So if anyone has any commentary on that, feel free to I, jump I in. I mean, why? But <laughs> I other did than that, no. I did see that she was wearing like a, I don't think it was at the beach, but it was like later on in Miami maybe with Kanye and she was wearing like a thong, like a black. Oh, the thong pants. Thong. Yeah. Yes. And then someone at the Daily Mail found out like where she got the thong. And it was like, Listen, oh, you, you got to do your research. You know, Jesus like, God, yeah. leave yeah. it. All right. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. Next one, Kate. Um, I mean, big news for me personally uh, mm. in these past couple of weeks, Dua Lipa and Anwar Hadid have broken up after two years together. Mm, um, God. I was researching this. Did not realize he was so young. He's only 22. She's 26. Oh, wow. um, And which, you know, it's not a big age gap. It's fine. But 
I did not know. And yeah, I didn't realize he was that young either. Yeah. And he looks so old. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't look like a 22 year old. Um, they've not been seen together for at least six weeks. However, good. Um, there's like a quote insider, like going around talking to, to oh, sites. Nice. And, uh, Yolanda Hadid. Yeah, they're telling <laughs> this insider is telling people that they're going to get back together. They said oh, Dua God. and Anwar had insane chemistry and were no. always spending as much time together as possible. Um, and also, apparently, Dua Lipa is still hanging out with like Bella and Gigi. So, like, I don't know. Maybe oh. they will get back together. I hope they don't. Oh. I hope. That I she hope they don't. He does sucks. better for herself. I hope that she gets vaccinated in the meantime. Yeah, um, seriously. And these are all the things that I want for her. I ever. It was also funny because there are all these headlines like Dua Lipa flaunts bikini body like after Anwar Hadid split. I was like, go on her Instagram on a Tuesday. Yeah, and that's <laughs> truly what, like, you get guys like truly. I mean, obviously, like no shade whatsoever. Again, like I follow her and enjoy well, her really content. Funny. But I was like, I mean, that's every day. So yeah. I don't know that that's a direct <laughs> correlation. Um, but yeah, glad they split up, you know, uh, Florence Pugh and Zach Braff next on my list. I'm going to be like um, Arya on Game of Thrones, where I like have my list of like, oh, yeah, yeah. Of, of couples that I need to split up and I'm just going down it and do an Anwar check. 2022 uh, ultra strong stuff cool. for you though. Yep. Yep. That's I'm good. just working down the list, baby. We're manifesting. Good things to nice. come. Yeah. Okay. What else, Amelia? This is really not even worth talking about, but I but like I love it. I you care. Yeah. <laughs> Because I find it to be so funny, which is really bad. I don't, I'm like trying to manifest more positivity, but no, I'm like, I can't. Um, Starting in, in a minute from now. Go. Yeah, exactly. Go. Okay. So Megan King and I don't know how to pronounce his name, but I think it's Cuff. Yeah. Biden Owens. Um, they split after being married for literally two months and maybe being in a relationship for what it seemed like as a total of three months and mm. who they are. She is a former Real Housewives of Orange County cast member and she has, you might have heard of them, siblings. Like one, her brother was a model who was featured on the first episode of Catfished. Oh, you know? sure. Yeah, no. okay. <laughs> and her sister is a professional soccer player. And then Cuff Biden Owens is just legitimately the nephew of Joe Biden. And so anyways, it's unclear when they started dating, but they met sometime after February 2021. And that's when she broke up with another guy. Anyway, they went official September 2021. So this we're talking back end of 2021. Yeah, they get married October 11th, 2021. Yes, Mm. the Bidens were there. There were photographs of them there at this wedding. And then they announced they were getting divorced on December 24th, (laughs) Christmas Eve, 2021. After two months. Can I tell you, my my brother also got married in October and we got his wedding pictures like around Christmas Eve. Like they did not even. Oh, wow. Like this This timeline is insane. It is bad. (laughs) It is bad. And not only that, she has three children from a previous marriage who are all under the age of six. Wow. Or they're all like five and under. And she was like, I am rattled. This situation is profoundly devastating. It's like, yeah, bitch, we know. And it's <laughs> just like, you are so dumb. And you put your poor children through the process of like getting to know a guy, calling him dad, and now divorcing him and having him not be in their lives. That is majorly messed up. And you should be paying for their therapy for the next 50 well, years. She probably will. So let's hope. It's probably <laughs> okay, in the sorry. cards. Yikes. Yeah. Wow. I right. can't believe the Bidens went to this wedding and it was I, so, so quickly. So <laughs> quickly. <basically laughs> it's just, but I don't know. I just, Yikes. I got some sort of glee out of all this. I don't know. Anyway, I'm um, happy for you. 
Thank you. Um, and then also just really want to briefly talk about Selena Gomez got one of the most hideous tattoos I've ever seen. And I love her. I think she is great. I think she's hilarious. I think she's a great actress and singer. Yes, I actually do like her music. Um, celebrity tattoo artist Keith Scott Bang Bang McCurdy who goes by Bang Bang NYC on Instagram, revealed that he tattooed Selena Gomez about a week ago and he posted a photo of her back with a watercolor rose the size of Idaho that is pink (laughs) and grayscale. And I, again, I want to support Selena because I love her. I think she's great. Uh, But I hate it so much. The tattoo is bad. You're allowed to feel this way. It's like melting. It's because watercolor is hard. Watercolor is so hard. Don't get watercolor. People who are (laughs) listening to this podcast thinking about getting watercolor, don't do it. Don't do it. You'll regret it in five years. Okay, Amelia, on the scale of celebrity back tattoos, I have to ask Ben Affleck versus Selena Gomez, which one do you hate more? If you had, well, no, I won't ask if you had to get one on your body because the obvious (laughs) answer is Selena. Um, Which one do you hate more like on on a basic level? That's hard because you know what? I wow. appreciate that Ben Affleck just went for it and was like <laughs> my whole back. And Selena's yeah. just like, just really ugly. You know, it's yeah. just been ugly. Are you going Ben? I don't think the Selena <laughs> one is that bad. I, it's it's bad, but I feel like people are going to look it up and be like, it's not that bad. This okay. Selena Gomez hit, it's just very, yeah. it's also very large. It's it just large. very large. Yeah. 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 It's not great. She, you know, not great, but yeah. you can get that lasered off, right? I mean, the one, see, with Ben, sure. it's like you, you can get it lasered off, but that's going to hurt and it's going to be really long. That thing it's ain't coming off. Process. Yeah. It's yeah, not yeah, coming yeah. off. Exactly. <laughs> All right, wow. And then uh, lastly, RIP Betty White, legend <sighs> Betty White I know. passed away New Year's Eve, only a little two over two weeks from her 100th birthday, and everyone was making a big deal out of it. And it's just like they already released the people cover. But don't worry, she got another cover. Um, I know, I already and- got that thing at my house. Oh, did you? Weird. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, Honestly, like, comedic icon. Just like true. incredible timing. <laughs> yeah, That's true. That's true. <laughs> love her. Absolutely uh, love her. Just, she's great. She, I was re-watching some of her stuff and she's, her comedic timing is un- honestly unsurpassed. It's amazing. Yeah. That was and- a real highlight of like all of her like <sighs> clips circulating the internet and stuff like oh, that. It was my. just like, she's uh-huh. the best. Uh-huh. Some of the clips from like her, uh, what's the the SNL episode she hosted? Like mm. I was rewatching it. I was rewatching one called Gingy, and it was friggin' <laughs> hilarious. So funny. Watch it. It's good. All right. R.I.P. Let's keep going. We got our mashup category next. Not worth the tea. Social media. A little bit of relationship news. We're just going to keep plowing on. Ooh, big one first. Amelia. Yes. Sorry. It's me again. Um. All right. So this is like a two-in-one kind of deal. Okay. So Kim, and you can go to her Instagram page because she is, it's still there. The photo is still there. A week ago, Kim posted a photo of what looks like daughter Chicago and Chloe's daughter True together at Disneyland. But if you take a closer look, there is something definitely off about True. Her complexion looks a little different. It's as if she's been photoshopped. And then a TikToker named at Myochondrial Membrane uh, posted something saying, I think this is photoshopped and I'm right because I found receipts on an Instagram account. And she points to this Instagram account called at kai.storm.lovely. 
And this person has evidence basically proving that Chicago was at Disneyland with Stormy, Kylie's daughter, back on October 19th, wearing the same exact clothes that she is in in this recent, quote unquote, recent photo on Kim's Instagram with Stormy also wearing the clothes that True is, quote unquote, wearing. And it's like, why would they, why would Kim force some poor intern to Photoshop True's face onto this? And and like she's, they took the time to do like the mini ears Photoshop. It's mm-hmm. just absolutely insane. It's insane. It defies explanation, really. Yes. <laughs> or description. I, I, it just boggles the mind. I have no idea why anyone would do that. It's so weird. And I've been, <laughs> I've been sitting on this for a couple days and I still haven't really come around on how I feel about it. Besides, I just feel like really rattled. Kind of like, just, just, I feel weird about it. Obviously, there's You're like some, the Mr. Krabs meme. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's, yeah, there's some weird PR move. There's some reason, yeah. obviously. There's like, in their brain, this was some move for a different move to make it. Like, it's exactly. all part of this fucking plan. But- <laughs> Standalone, this is one of the weirdest things that I've seen out of the Kardashian photoshopping journey. And that says a lot. <laughs> also, my the so thing true. I keep thinking about every time something like this happens is like, how are they not better at it yet? You know, you like would hope. Like, uh, I mean, we can you see like those deep fake videos or like these, mm-hmm. I don't know, like mm-hmm. as technology has come so far and like we can do so much and you can't, you can't get better at this. Like, okay. I, yeah. Like My hire thing, a real team. I don't know. Like if you're going to keep doing this, at least do it so that we can't see it. Right. The it's thing so obvious. Is that if they're going to Photoshop an innocuous photo, like two children at Disneyland for <laughs> literally seemingly no reason, what are they photoshopping or altering that actually has like big implications or means more? Or like, what are we not catching that a paparazzi wasn't at Disneyland? They go on so many private vacations, trips. They do so much in private that they then show on social media where they can fully control. Obviously, they couldn't control someone randomly taking an iPhone photo of them and like placing the real children who went there. But like, what are they doing that we can't see and are not catching? I don't know. Wild. It's so wild. And I think that, and the person who posted this on TikTok was like, I think it's because Travis shortly returned to Instagram right after. Oh, yeah. But I think it might have to do with the fact, and this leads into my next point, uh, that Tristan Thompson, there's paternity drama. And actually, if you Google True Thompson, one of the first results is, why did Kim Kardashian Photoshop this image of True Thompson instead Ooh. of like, True Thompson, she's getting a new sibling. That is not by Chloe. Oh. Yeah. Also, real That's quick. That's her social media mind at work. Smart. If, <laughs> true. True. If you do like kind of these like Kardashian, not conspiracy, but more like cracking the Kardashian code, you should follow the woman that Amelia mentioned. I follow a lot of her TikToks and it's really good. And Ooh. she was the one who like kind of brought this up to the forefront. Nice. Um, you want to talk about the second piece oh, of drama? Yes. No. I'm sorry. Yes, this will be quick. But anyway, we all we all knew what was happening because Marley Nichols, the woman who Tristan Thompson uh, procreated with, she posted about, oh, I'm gonna you know sue T- Tristan, and she did for paternity or for back payments on uh, the stuff you pay child support. Sorry. Okay. Um. And uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> sorry. Um. As you can tell, I have so many kids that I have to know. Um, (laughs) uh, And so anyway, so finally, Tristan confirmed on Monday that he indeed fathered Marley's baby boy. 
just and he was like he posted to his Instagram stories today paternity test reveal uh, results reveal that I fathered a child with Marley Nichols blah 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 I you know am going to amicably be raising our son blah 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 and then he had another um IGS slide dedicated to Chloe and it was Chloe, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve the heartache and humiliation I have caused you. You don't deserve the way I have treated you over the years. My actions certainly have not lined up with the way I view you. I have the utmost respect and love for you, regardless of what you may think. Again, I am so incredibly sorry, which is just insane. It's insane. I got it. I got nothing. and, (laughs) And then on top of all that, right before... Uh, the Chloe apology, page six, was like, Tristan randomly sent True nearly, quote, nearly 100 roses at her gymnastics class. What? Hi. She's Hi. three. He, uh, I hate that, actually. <laughs> I know. What's so messed up? Wow. Yeah, I hate every aspect of this. Yeah. The discourse Great. every time has happened, and I hate to say, but it, it has happened multiple times now is something that I not enjoy consuming online, but the commentary of just like Chloe taking him back at oh. every turn and he's almost like upset by it. it. She just fully needs to move on at this point. This is please, not- Please, seriously. please. Seriously. It's just like fool me once, shame on you. Fool me upwards of 30 times. Yeah. It's my fault. Shame it's, on yeah. me. Shame on yeah. me, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, uh, okay. Unbelievable okay. pivot here. <laughs> I actually don't know what the hell this is. And you guys chatted about it in Slack and I still don't know. Oh, I can't oh, wait. Oh, good. I can't wait. Okay. So a couple days ago, a Twitter user at the handle at Wombooty, which I love. Um, cool. That's just another little fun fact. Posted a clip of Elmo talking to another Sesame Street character named Zoe and her pet rock, Rocco. And in the clip, Elmo wants an oatmeal cookie. But the only one left is Zoe's pet rock. Rocco's cookie and um, Zoe's like no you can't have it it's it's my it's Rocco's he's gonna eat it and you know he's a freaking pet rock and Elmo goes fucking nuts he's like <laughs> Rocco Rocco's a rock Zoe he won't know the difference and then he says First of all, incredible Elmo impression Amelia. Oh, it was really, really good <laughs> thank you and he goes how is Rocco going to eat that cookie Zoe tell Elmo Rocco doesn't even have a mouth Rocco's just a rock Rocco's not alive and um, he goes crazy and it went super viral and from NPR you know public public um, it's uh, from a May 2004 episode titled Elmo feels he's treated unfairly by Rocco written by Christine Ferraro but anyway people are just like Elmo's going crazy we love it like so relatable relatable king you know there was another clip that people brought up of them like doing it was like doing exercises while saying the alphabet and they were like gaslighting. They were like Zoe, queen of gaslighting. Because she was like trying to convince Elmo that like Rocco was doing the moves. And he's like, he didn't even move. He doesn't have arms. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Rocco, icon. Anyway, so, so then Elmo started tweeting about it. Right. Because Elmo has Twitter. Elmo, like the verified Elmo? Yeah. Elmo responded uh, and was like, has anyone ever seen a rock eat a cookie? Just Elmo is just wondering. <laughs> I love that he stays in character. That's why I stay the hell off of Twitter. Are these real clips? It's so good. Yeah, they're like real Sesame Sesame Street clips. Oh my God, that's funny. Yeah, Yeah. really special stuff from Elmo. Wow, this is a really viral Elmo's tweet. It's, I... Wow, good for him. What I can't can't wait for is our 
2022 year in review episode where we do the thing where we're like, I can't believe that happened this year. And we're going to be like, guys, the Elmo and Rocco feud. Can you believe that that was this year? And we're going to be like, no. Oh, my God. That seems like so long ago. Oh, my God. (laughs) Shall we keep going? Next one, Kate? Let's keep going. Uh, These are really dumb. But Jason Derulo, poor sweet (laughs) Jason Derulo, uh, he was in Las Vegas at a hotel and he passed two men in the earliest hours of the morning, um, getting off an escalator. And these men yelled at him, hey, Usher, fuck you, bitch. And Jason Derulo, who has been singing his name in songs since the dawn of time, um, punched him in the face. And then he slapped the other guy. And uh, they had to call security to break up the whole fight. There's a video on TMZ. And uh, I started this and I was like, Jason Derulo, my guy, like Usher is more famous than you. Like, it's not that big a deal. Mm. Uh, You can, you know, if somebody called me, someone more famous than me, I'd be like, yes, that is me. (laughs) Hello. Um, But also part of me is like, he also, they were also very mean to you. Uh, And you're very famous in your own right. Star of Cats. Um, and I've pivoted back to being like, actually, they deserved it. And they were oh, wow. obviously just trying to like, you know, rile someone up and, and, you know, be like, oh, we, we saw Jason Derulo and on Twitter or something and be like, we called him Usher and it was so funny and get like 2000 retweets. Uh, and Jason Derulo said, actually, no, this is real life and punch them. He and really lunges at him. He really goes TMB for him. TMZ video. I'm not saying I support violence, but I also am kind of like, I maybe deserved you know what I like in this article? TMZ is reporting that after he lunged, kind of did the first punch, uh-huh. he also slapped the guy yes. seconds yeah. later, which I like that as a follow-up move. <laughs> yep. To be yep. like, don't mess, and then be like, how dare you? The slap feels right. more of like a <laughs> personal yeah. vendetta. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Hmm. Um, yeah, more like a little punishment rather than like yes. actually trying to kill him. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, I guess, you know, maybe not don't, don't punch people, uh, but also don't be mean to people and celebrities just for clout online. Right. Oh, also speaking of that, I wasn't going to put this in here, but there's a really funny clip of um, Elizabeth Olsen uh, oh, signing an yeah. autograph this week. And yeah. somebody asks her and is like, why are you so much nicer than your sisters? And she walks away and she's like, because people like you have been bothering them their whole lives. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. I was so like, good. yeah, you fucking deserve that. You're going to oh, shit. Talk Seriously. Her sisters to her That's face. cool. Yeah, wow. that's great. Um, so anyway, don't be a dick to celebrities. It's Seriously. so easy not to. I love um, Elizabeth Olsen. I know. I love her too. She's great. I hope she has a great year. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay. I'm just rolling through this insane category. Oh, I love it. Uh, I stole this from Amelia, but I just saw it this morning. So I just had to slide it in. I know this is kind of her corner, uh, but Rita Ora <laughs> so glad. is a judge on the <laughs> British Masked Singer oh. and fans want her off the show because she's making absolutely insane guesses. Oh God. Um, the show has aired two episodes so far. Okay. And so far she has guessed Zendaya, Nicholas Cage <laughs> and Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, there, there's a contestant called Lionfish and she was like, I think you could be a woman. Those lips are a bit frowny, a bit like one of my favorite movies, Finding Nemo and Finding Dory. And who plays Dory? Ellen DeGeneres. So that was a real guess. Okay. Um, people okay. took to Twitter and they were like, I like I, this is insane. Of course, it's not Ellen DeGeneres. Of course, it's not these people. Obviously, the judges, you know, I mean, you've, you've you know, archived years of this happening uh, on the American Mass Singer as well. 
Um, I'm sure it will keep happening. But also like the funny part is like it's the British mass singer. Of course, it's going to be like random British celebrities that we've right, never heard right. of. You know what I mean? It's going to be like so funny. those people with the made up names where you're like, this isn't a real like people in America are like we've never where it's like, I don't know, someone from Love Island season one or something where I'm like, these aren't hey. real. Um, so, yeah, I just read a girl that is uh, that yeah. I uh, is it because she's been hanging out with the A-list now? Do you think maybe it's maybe that's her why. brain? Yeah, I she's love like my close, she's in the my news. close personal friends in Daya. It must be you. I would know <laughs> yeah. you anywhere. Um, yeah, no, but she's apparently terrible. So we have to keep an eye on that because that's a pretty great crossover. I'm really happy you said this. Yeah. Okay. Next is from me. This was on social media and I really enjoyed kind of tracking and investigating this for like, you know, a couple minutes. So I think I tried finding where this came from and how people uncovered this. I believe it came from a Twitter account at The Good War. And it was really simple. They just tweeted, she's booked and busy, I fear, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and it was a screenshot of Bridget Mendler of Good Luck Charlie's LinkedIn profile, okay? <laughs> Feels fake, but this is what it says. Bridget Mendler, I'm actually, everyone's a third connection with her. I'm a third connection. So oh, who knows no who she's, yeah. Oh my god. Same with this person though. So maybe she's just got like 4 million contacts. <laughs> okay. She is a PhD student at Massachusetts Institute of Technology, oh aka MIT. God. Below that, MIT Media Lab. Below that, Harvard Law School. Okay. I was like, there, not to, but there's just no fucking way. Like I lost track of her for a couple of years post Good Luck Charlie. Right. And now she's doing this. So I did my own research. You got she has a obviously public LinkedIn account. You can go see it. This girl, let me tell you, is an academic superstar. So here's what she's been up to since Good Luck Charlie. She went to USC from whatever, graduated in 2016. Then she went to MIT for a master's degree. Then right after that, she went to MIT again for a doctor of philosophy, like to get her PhD. <laughs> Holy shit. At the same time, this is where it feels fake, but apparently it's not. She's attending Harvard Law School to what? get her JD. Okay. Wait, at so, the same time? Yes. I don't really understand. There's, there's a year of overlap. Yes. She's doing both. I don't really know. Is one of them know. like online? Can you do it? <laughs> like online? The extension Probably. classes at MIT. Yeah. Okay. So she's also part of this MIT Media Lab. And I thought, I, I don't know. I was like, maybe this is still fabricated. Like the lineup feels fucking insane. It feels insane. like too much. Yeah. No, you go to MIT Media Lab. This girl's got the best glam shot of anyone in this like group <laughs> of students that. that she's she in. Does. She is a PhD student with a focus on technologies that support inclusive and collaborative governance and citizen engagement. And then it says, this is like her little bio. Before pursuing her degree, Mendler was a platinum songwriter and recording artist, leading television actress, yada, yada. Good luck, Charlie. And NBC's undateable. Wait a second. Was she really a platinum artist? Not sure. We can we can fact check that. Okay, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> this girl is showing legitimately everyone up. I'm like so proud of her and I can't believe yeah. how intelligent she is. I'm just really wow. Wow. As a Damn. big uh, Lemonade Mouth fan. Oh, uh, sure. Per- personally, <laughs> first of all, that cast had Haley Kiyoko, who used to be doing really well. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> it's kind of stalled out lately, but it's fine. It's, and then we're in a Naomi, pandemic, okay? Naomi Scott, who was in Power Rangers, and she was supposed to see that Powerpuff Girls movie, and she was in Aladdin. Oh, um, and oh. previously, I would have said that she was doing the best, but actually, Bridget Mendler, like, really leaving him in the dust in terms of accomplishments. And Seriously. also, she has been acting. I'm on her IMDb, you know, small credits. I think it's a lot of music videos and shorts, but I mean, 
the girl is working as well. Wow. And Good for her. Really is booked and busy. Yeah. She's, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, just, I'm floored. But go Bridget Mendler. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Wow. Yeah. I, Incredible. I, I just like, I heard law school was extremely hard. So I'm very impressed. Yeah, that that alone. Doing. MIT? I mean, yeah, crazy. seriously. God. Seriously. Also, I just love, you guys should go on this like MIT lab website, all the other <laughs> students. And then like Bridget Mendler has this like glam, obviously, because <laughs> had a lot of photo shoots in her day. Okay. Yes, she's a pro. Last thing, I'm giving another prayer up to Blackberries because mm. essentially they've, discontinued blackberries and it sounds it sounds like what it is it means that anyone who has a blackberry device as of yesterday will not be able to make phone calls text use data like call 911 like their phones will truly stop working unless wow. there's some android hookup or something like that but basically blackberries are dead now um and they're originally going to stop in September of 2020 but then it chose to wait until January 4th 2022 which was this week as quote an expression of thanks for loyal partners and customers and the reason I bring it up on Tea Time is I just feel like Blackberries had a real solid hold on the celebrity world for mm, a long totally. time in the odds. That was like the phone. You yeah. could not photograph Paris Hilton without her enormous Blackberry or Kim Kardashian. It's so like true. of an era. And I just yeah. want to give a little shout out. Amelia, you have any words? I feel like you Yes. Care. No, I, I was actually looking at photos of Blackberries on Getty uh, the other day. And um, there's a really great uh, Paris Hilton tweet from, a, I don't know, like 10 years ago or something where she's like, I lost my BlackBerry. So you can text me on any of my other like seven iPhones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's just yeah. had a moment in time. I End of like an it, era. Yeah. Did you guys ever have one? I did. Did your parents yeah. have one? You had I one. I always wanted one. I didn't. I had a razor. <laughs> I was BBMing like I was a high powered lawyer. Like I had things to do in high school and I did not. I will I say the cameras. The Blackberries were great. I love the little, the individual little keys. Oh, which, yeah. That was yeah. cool. I always wanted that. Yeah. But the camera, not great. Not a not good great. camera. Although Brick Breaker, better than any oh. app I've downloaded on the iPhone in the last <laughs> 10 years. I agree. I, I agree. miss you, Brick Breaker. Okay. <laughs> Let's do cringe mode, but rest in peace to Blackberries. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of reels always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more.
on May 10th, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes is coming to IMAX and theaters everywhere. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Only in theaters May 10. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This is really, really fun. I'm going to first give it to Amelia to introduce what we're doing for the month and kind of where this came from. You want to intro this? Yes, yes. Um, I just... <laughs> someone, a couple... There have been a, a few people, actually, who have tweeted at us and DM'd us. You know who you are. Um, and obviously, I don't know if you guys... If there's like... If this is multiple accounts or if this is like just a <laughs> the same giant... Account. <laughs> yeah. I would love it if it was the same account just like spamming. It's that it. shared yeah. teabagger brain cell. You it's know? amazing. Yeah. That one and brain they were... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, so continue, sorry. Ball, but it is strong. Um, it and is. they uh, have been asking, you guys should do January, like a uh, Channing Tatum month of cringe mode movies, which is just a brilliant idea. Absolutely. A brilliant Fantastic. idea. So we're going to do it. We're going to do a month of Channing Tatum movies because who doesn't love Channing Tatum? Truly. Yeah. Truly. And we've done a couple. I, yeah. Yes, we've done a couple. Magic Mike, yes. Dear John. Um, yeah, she's some people the man. were asking about that. Yeah. That's actually been the trickiest part. So we were like, great idea. Like, we love Channing Tatum. We can do, you know, so many of these movies. But we were going, I was going through his IMDb page and I was like, crap, we've already done a lot. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. We did She's the Man. We did both Magic Mics. We yep. did Dear John. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it. But that's like four already. That's yes. several. Right. Uh, so we made a list of, of possible movies to do this month. Uh, there, I think there was an obvious one that we needed to start with, the one that we're doing today. Um, but from here, I think I would say we're open to suggestions. I think yeah. there are about five or six on his IMDb page that are like kind of obvious tea time fair. Uh, right. But from those, I guess, let us know which one well, you would like you would like us yes. to continue with. I can put out something. And then I can also link to like the previous episodes mm. that we've done with Magic Mike and stuff. Yes. So. Yeah. Fun stuff. Anyway, right, shall we? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This is Step Up, as Kate said. 2006. Yes. Freaking classic. Absolute uh, classic. The plot, please. I have a very vivid memory of being in high school and middle school. And like the girls that I, the cool girls that I knew, like had such a thing for this Channing Tatum guy after oh Step Up. And I was like, <laughs> I don't really know who this is. Like I, I like was not cool. Had not what? seen the movie then. It took a couple years. But Channing, this was kind of his, I would say, kind of breakout Breakout role. He uh, plays Tyler. I'll get into that name later. Um, uh, <laughs> who is, he lives, I believe it is in New York, right? And he is a dancer. Or it's but, Maryland. It's Baltimore. Sorry, excuse me, Baltimore. Um, and he's a dancer who kind of falls into, you know, some shady business. He mm. gets caught breaking and entering uh, this art school with his friends. And uh, he kind of sacrifices himself to save his friends. And he gets assigned uh, just really a lot of community service uh, cleaning up the school. And he meets this girl and she is a ballet dancer and she needs a partner through a series of unfortunate events uh, to practice for her final sort of routine uh, at the end of the year. So he's like, I dance. You're hot. And I could do this. 
um, which is classic. Like I can do ballet. Uh, and so, you know, they fall in love, they dance together. There are some issues. There's, you know, they're from different worlds. Um, Mm. but everything works out and he ends up, I think, joining the school on the scholarship and they fall in love and live happily ever after. Actually, they did fall in love and did live happily ever after for a while, uh, but not forever, not forever. All right, let's do highlights. Amelia. Um, I just want to say, you know, watching this, I was like, Wow. Channing has proven time and again how amazing he is at dancing. He's a great dancer, and this is no exception. He's Mm -hmm. so good in this. You know, it's just, it's unbelievable. He's doing like the, I guess, the more contemporary hip hop dance moves. He's great, you know? Just, I just, captivated yeah yeah and and we've seen from like for example save the last dance uh Mm. how bad it can be when uh, someone like (laughs) julia styles or like there's bad choreography in a movie like this and it like really does not age well and just turns into like viral meme fuel and i think that was dangerous territory for this movie like being 2006 like doing some of the things that he did in this movie Mm -hmm. it could have turned bad if he Uh. was not actually extremely talented but he is so worked out yes agreed um his character in this is not inherently charming. He's like kind of a dick. Uh, not always, mm-hmm. but a little bit of the time he like, for example, he turns up late to a rehearsal, like an hour late to this rehearsal that he's agreed to do uh, with Jenna Duan's character. And she's mad at him for being late. And he just quits altogether. He's like, <laughs> why are you mad at me? I'm like, you're an hour late. It's mm-hmm. a rehearsal. Like right. I, you're just rolling in now. So that's like, I'm just like, you're like, I don't know. That seems like an overreaction. Um, <laughs> but the highlight is that Channing is just like very inherently likable. Uh, and he yes. just makes this sort of blah guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Just really very, he does really make him very charming, even if like on paper, it doesn't really look that way. Mm-hmm. Totally. My next highlight is that I'm just a sucker for like the teen dance movies like this. Yes. I don't know why, but they were just like always on TV, uh, like in <laughs> yeah. high school, just always on. And like, like all the three, like the first, I've seen at least the first three step up movies. There are six of them. We'll talk about oh, that wow. later. Uh, I have a real uh, love for the second one for some reason. Like yeah. I've seen that yeah. one many times uh, and they get more into the dancing as they go. Cause it's like, they have such like unknown actors. They just like do, it's more just like basic, like a bunch of dance routines with like minimal plot. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas this one had a lot more plot actually than I had remembered. But yeah, I just love like the, someone's in an art school, someone's from the streets and like they have to, you know, make a dance routine together and like learn about each other's styles and ways and like I love a movie set in like an arts (sighs) high school yes where Mm -hmm. you're walking down the hallway and there's some random kid just on the violin like playing (laughs) and then you walk 10 steps further and there's like a ballet woman who's like twirling around and practicing Mm -hmm. and then you turn the corner and it's like guy beatboxing I love that shit I could just watch that all day long I love Movies set in like a arts and arts high school. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, So I completely agree with you, Kate. Also, just shout out Allison Stoner. It's a (laughs) fixture in most movies made in like the odds that has any type of dancing. But I do want to give her credit. She had already been at this point when she was casting this in multiple Missy Elliott music videos and was in an Eminem music video. So she was not a nobody when she was cast. She's Channing Tatum's little sister who she doesn't dance too much but there's this little cute scene where they kind of have a little mini (laughs) dance moment but I just I don't know when I see her I'm like oh yeah it is 2006 I'm here and I'm transported to a different time yeah stoner just incredible just always there somebody like I don't know drops it low and she just appears like in the mirror (laughs) 
and it set her up beautifully because uh, Camp Rock was two years later. So they exactly. were like, this girl can get it. And speaking Dance. of movies where you turn the corner and someone's DJing and then someone else is you yeah, know, less twirling. I, I like that one less so. But yes, agreed. I, <laughs> okay. Same and energy. Then, really quick. Love the poster. Oh, it's yeah. It's like this weird mm-hmm. sepia, but like flared kind of um, Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan in this very dramatic dancing pose. And it, I feel like I'd recognize it anywhere. Also, good title. Apparently, yes. the original title was Music High. Oh, God. No. Thank God. Step what? Up is so much better. What? Yeah. And then lastly... Frick, I wish I could dance every time. <laughs> or this dance high schools. Yeah. I'm like, wish I could do something. But I can't. Yeah, so I know. So here I am podcasting. So <laughs> yeah, anyway, wish I could dance. They're very, very good dancers, all of them. Yeah, I know. All right, let's do low lights, Kate. Um, It's just like some nitpicking for me. Uh, Channing Tatum was 26 when he filmed this. And Channing Tatum looks 26 uh, <laughs> in this does. movie. I was like, you are not a high schooler. You are not even early college. I don't know how really how <laughs> old you're supposed to be. That jawline is not made from a high school. <laughs> Absolutely not. He's like, well, in those tank tops, I'm like, that, those are grown man arms. Like, yes. no high schooler has ever looked that way. Um, I mean, it looks great. Like, no complaints. But I'm like, you are not in high school whatsoever. Yeah. Um, in this movie, uh, Channing Tatum's name is Tyler, and Tyler's my brother's name, and he's been talking about how much he hates it his entire life. Really? Uh, so I've just, like, been conditioned to be annoyed by that name, just, like, through oh. my brother and also through his uh, his feelings about it. And also, it's just, like, not a leading man name. You know, like, there's a reason Kate. that <laughs> you cannot name a leading man named Tyler in any other movie ever made. Okay, that's true. That's true. I would true. love for you to try. Uh, but it, Ty, but still, maybe? I like that name I though. Just, I like it. It's cute. I, I think Nora is a stronger the Nora's Jenna Dewan stronger. character, yeah. stronger ballet, classically trained yeah. female. I'm thinking mm-hmm. of like uh, Nora. She's like a World War II widow. You know? <laughs> oh, just, is okay. that the vibe Different you get from take. Nora? That's the vibe okay. I get from Nora. Is interesting. That interesting. interesting. And she's yeah, pregnant, but, and now she has to persevere. Sorry, what? Yeah. Wow, okay, that was okay. That's speaking mm-hmm. to you on several levels. That is, <laughs> um, yeah. Tyler just, uh, just the name just does not work for me in this. And I feel like yeah. if if you had before we'd watched this movie, if I'd been like name Channing Tatum's character in this movie, no one would be able to pull that off. So mm. wow, um, mm-hmm. that's tough. Also nitpicking. I'd say how hilarious it is that we're supposed to think uh, that it's easier for Nora to teach Tyler. <laughs> ballet from scratch, like from like toes up the positions, everything than it is to just find another partner at the school. Like a teacher could do it. A girl could do it. Like you, I don't, there's a huge pool. It shows like one scene where a a guy like lifts her up and kind of drops her. And she's like, Oh, there's no one here that can do what my old partner was supposed to do. And then she like sees the janitor and is like, you could do it. Um, Well, I think she was into Channing and then was sabotaging all the people who auditioned. I mean, I do think there's part of it like that, you know, they're supposed to like sort of choose each other because they're into each other. But I'm like, I just in in no world is it easier to teach this man everything from nothing uh, than it is to find someone else. But, you know, good. You got to get there somehow. So you say that, but Channing's raw dance talent. Maybe she's soft. It's true. And it works. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, Okay, Amelia, what's your little light? I know they got married and they had a kid, but I just am sensing minimal chemistry between Channing and Jenna Duan. I don't know why, but I just am not. It's not electric to me. You know, he had I more agree. chemistry. Thank you. I, with yeah, I Amanda actually feel Bynes. you on this. Yeah. Yes. I think he had also chemistry with Amanda Seyfried and Dear John. Oh. And that's not the last mm. time I'm going to be talking about this in this category. But yeah, <laughs> exactly. I completely agree with you. 
You were yeah, thought. Yeah. But it's yeah. Maybe just, they were so in love with each other. They were like oh. really tamping it down. Like okay. they were like, we can't oh. let it show and affect wow. our job. And so, I don't know. I got it could nothing. be that. Or just, they're pretty, they're pretty like low key with each other for sure. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, and then also this movie really wants us to care about Skinny, who you're probably like, who's Skinny? Well, Skinny is a character that's introduced in the beginning and literally doesn't appear again, maybe just like for two seconds. Yeah. In like uh, following the first scene where they break into the school and stuff. And then he, spoiler alert, uh, gets shot and he dies. And it's like, this movie wants us to care about Skinny when he's only introduced in the beginning and then not really given another freaking thought until his ultimate demise. It's just, what? What? Yeah, it's just really unnecessary plot twist. Also, it's like, why are we doing this to him to make us feel bad for Channing Tatum's character? Like, right? just also, Channing Tatum doesn't really care but too I, much. It doesn't seem yeah. too rocked by his death. Where it- I know. Yeah, it really did not serve a purpose in this movie. Uh, very unnecessary. And also, like, it really kind of dragged that part of the movie. I was like, it, we could have yes. stopped 15 minutes off this movie, got it to a nice 90 minutes, yes. Uh, yes. and just completely gotten rid of that plot. But yeah, yeah didn't like it. Um, the last lily, I don't know if this is very uns- insensitive, but okay. Did you guys feel that? So Jenna Dewan's kind of like B plot to her character is that she has mm-hmm. a really terrible home life. She teaches, she tutors, she does all these things after school to like not go home. Um, and there's a couple shots like her and her mom. And the whole thing is that like her mom doesn't get dancing and her home life really sucks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe movies, I think movies have raised the bar on like the mean parent and maybe I was just <laughs> expecting too much. But the mom was kind of just like, focus on your schoolwork. And she's like, you don't get it. And then that was it. Like the mom is not that mean about she's focusing not. on her studies. Oh. Um, Where I was confused that this was like really integral to her character and we were supposed to like feel bad right. for her home life when the mom was just kind of asking her to apply to colleges and be like, do the yeah. audition, but also maybe get go to school. I don't know. Maybe like movies. they had like a perfectly nice dinner together, like in the first yeah, right? 30 minutes of the movie. I'm like, it's not her fault that you're not talking. You know, like, right. right. Very weird. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like movies have just maybe made the like mean parent too mean now because I was expecting a mm. lot worse. Sure. Yeah. You're in totally. this yeah. home life. She was not that bad. She was not that bad. No. Seriously. Be thankful. Jen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. What is age the best and the worst to you guys, Amelia? I would say best uh, 2006 was honestly, I was looking back at this, uh, a great year for troubled slash angsty teens being good at sports. We had uh, She's the Man, which also starred Channing Tatum and uh, Stick It, which is very similar kind of to the plot of this oh, yeah. movie where it's like, oh, you got in trouble and now you have to do restitution and you're good at this mm. sport. So mm-hmm. uh, nice. And then I think also, and this might be controversial and I don't mean to be mean, but this is, I don't mean to totally shit on her, but I think this is aged accordingly. Jenna Dewan, she is kind of forgettable in this role. Uh, I think she's a great dancer, but mm-hmm. anyone could have been substituted for this girl. And I kind of understand why she never became that big. She just doesn't have a ton of charisma. I'm sorry. Totally. The only yeah. times I was like, wow, was when she was dancing. And then yeah. other times I was like, you could have been anyone in this movie. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Great um, hair, though. Her hair looks great. In this oh, movie. yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really good. Age, the best, worst, however you want to see it. I love Channing Tatum's um, style and <laughs> clothing in this movie. He's got okay. the enormous Jinko jeans yeah. and the XXL shirt and the backwards <laughs> flat build hat. 
And the wife beaters always, I don't know. It was very odd and I really liked it. Yes, or maybe it's terrible. Shirts. Maybe. I will say like he pulls it off. Like of anyone yes. in this era yeah. that was wearing this kind of thing. Like it's his fault that this became popular. You know, like yeah. <laughs> I, he's like the ideal of, you know, this kind of get up. Uh, I won't say that I love it, but he's also kind of is still wearing it though. Like we saw those street it's style true. pictures of him. It's kind of come back around. Zoe Kravitz. Yeah. He's like You're still so kind of right. living in that. Yeah. Um, I would say... I also kind of aged best slash worst. Jenna Dewan's style in this movie, it's sort of the little flowy half cardigans, like the long tank top, the long like pulled down cami, mm. the like flowy shorter skirts. I know this is partially like dancer specific fashion, but also like this was kind of shit we were wearing in 2006. Totally. Cool. And uh, TikTok is bringing it back a little bit. We definitely oh. like the tie cardigans you uh-huh. see. Wow. Um, but we got to leave some of this in 2006. Like we don't need the skirts to come back. Those like, weird like where there was like the band and then it flowed out kind of like pleated but chiffon yeah. mm-hmm. don't need those back don't need those oh my um, god yeah the ballet sorry, flats I- all that like let's it looks good on jenna because jenna is jenna but like let's leave it right. let's leave it in 2006 yeah and then age the worst uh, despite what i said earlier about having seen several of them uh <laughs> the rest of the step up franchise is so bad <laughs> it's absolutely awful um there are six of them they get increasingly bad I think one of them was like 3D. Uh, they are just like full That's on like cool, dance movies now. Okay. Um, and I, they don't really star anyone big. So yeah, they didn't, they did not age well. It reminds me of like the bring it on franchise where instead uh, of like an actual movie, it just like veered into being like cheer competitions, you <laughs> yeah. know, with like people you've never heard of. <laughs> right, uh, right, right, right. So like similar vibe to that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, TBD, if we're going to do Step Up 2, maybe we'll move on, perhaps. (laughs) Um, Okay, real quick, we all agree, MVP, Kate. Uh, there's just no other candidate besides Channing Tatum. And this yeah. may, we may spend all of January just giving the MVP to Channing. We'll see. Because, um, yeah. you know, why else would we do January if we're not going to celebrate him and his True. art? True. Um, but this movie, like, there really is no other candidate. Like, not even like, oh, I love the best friend or like, oh, the yeah. teacher was funny. Like, no one. There's no one. Truly no him. one. Agreed. Uh, so, yeah. All right. Quickly, lightning round questions. What was the best dance scene slash routine? Uh, the club scene is pretty iconic. <laughs> videos of it everywhere. Yep. They do like a dance off. Oh. Um, there, it is kind of the only time you like, they really get like sort of, I mean, it is, is choreographed obviously, but you get like some real, a little bit of like actual physical chemistry between, yeah, yeah. between them. Um, mm-hmm. it's not like actually on a stage. So yeah, really fun. Yeah. A little cringy, but fun. I do not like dance offs, but it was decent. <laughs> um, I like the really sensual sunset number by the Ooh. docks. That they yeah. just broke into dance for no reason and had a fully choreographed number without any prep. So yes. that was mine, Amelia. Incredible. Uh, yeah, I agree with both of you. Um, I would also say when they first introduced the ballet, I was like, whoa, like that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Also, okay. props to the final number. Pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. sure. It's pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, last question. Where does Step Up rank in the filmography of Channing Tatum, Kate? I think at the end of January, we should each do like a top five ranking Ooh, like of the yeah. movies that we've watched because we'll have watched like 10 by then. Um, <laughs> as for this one, I know Liz and I differ on this. I think it's better than Dear John, <laughs> but I think it's worse than Magic Mike. That's and my, I Because the... Ooh, actually, no. Yeah, it's better. It's better than Dear John. I, I doubted myself for a second. Um, <laughs> but Please. I think it's worse than Magic Mike. 
my Look in words. My opinion Ooh. is that it is worse than Dear John by like a mile, <laughs> but it is better than Magic Mike. I would rather watch Channing Tatum do this kind of dance than his stripper dances. Well, we disagree on that front, <laughs> okay. but I respect your opinion. Amelia? Uh, um, yeah, I... The- <laughs> Look at Amelia like absolutely copping out with this answer. She could have picked a side (laughs) and she chose not to. No, I think you're both you both have good points. And it's it's just funny (laughs) that it's like switched around. Um, I it was fine. The movie was fine. I you know, am I going to ever watch it again? Probably not. But uh, at least I can say I've watched it. And it should be noted again. I think I noted this before, but this film came out the same year that She's the Man came out. And I just freaking love that movie and it's just I can't oh my god if you're gonna go like year by year best Channing Tatum movies she's the man all it's true. day Agreed. although so. Channing Tatum really not like the like star of she's the man not like it's the really star. in a man yeah. of Bynes vehicle and he is it, like also there and it just it is, is a good movie true. whereas this one like very much like the Channing Tatum kind of relies vehicle. on Channing yeah yeah sure yeah. Agreed. although obviously she's the man way better light years yeah yeah Okay, happy start to January, you guys. I'm really excited yeah. about this. Uh, yes, stuff. this month. All right, let's do tea times unanswerable questions real quick. Uh, okay. Amelia, go ahead. Okay, I want to know how many bows are too many slash not enough slash just right when it comes to the iconic actor Willem Dafoe because, spoil. actually, this isn't really a spoiler because they were uh, teasing his appearance in No Way Home. Is that what the one? Or No Going Home? I think yeah, it's No Way Home. home. No Way mm-hmm. Home. Okay, sorry. Uh, as you can tell, I haven't seen the movie. Um, <laughs> but, uh, and they bring back all the villains and they show that in the trailers. So I don't mm-hmm. think it's a spoiler. Anyway. You're fair. You're good. Okay, thanks. Uh, and then Jamie Foxx, Oscar winner, also icon, uh, said that, because he was back too, because he played like Electro and uh, Willem played Green Goblin and mm-hmm. they brought him back. They brought all the bad guys back and I guess that Jamie Foxx was so starstruck by Willem Dafoe that he <laughs> I'm sorry, invented a special greeting for the actor and this uh, is from an article from Insider. He said, Mr. Dafoe as I would call him, every time I walked onto set, I would bow seven times, Fox said. I said, I'm going to bow seven times because I've been watching your movies for years and you're just amazing. And so he literally, I guess from what he said, every time he got onto set and Willem Dafoe was there, he would bow seven times. That's too many times. <laughs> and I, it's a couple too it, many. Yeah. That's just that's, like insane. Listen, one time, fine. Like, it's a bit, it's over before sure. you even notice it's happening. Three times, like, okay, it's like a lot, but it's like, again, it's very quick. Seven, like, you see Jamie Foxx, you're like, oh, there's Jamie. He's bowing, he's bowing, he's bowing. And then he's like, bowing, 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 bowing. And it's, he's going on for a long time. It has the energy of like people singing happy birthday to you where you don't know what to do. Right. You just have to wait for him yes. to stop bowing until you can talk to him. Exactly. It's too many. And seven is too many. I think three is ma- is the max amount of bows to not like to be weird, but not be like socially awkward. I would argue that this really puts Willem Dafoe in an awkward position. It <laughs> yes. is, 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 he's putting, he's putting them out by doing this. Yes. Because Willem Dafoe, like you said, Kate, is just subjected to stand there until he's done. Right. And it doesn't really mention if he liked it or if it, <laughs> or what. I'd be curious for his opinion on they, that. Also, right? they share, I have seen the movie, they share every scene together. <laughs> like, this was not a one, I mean, it, maybe they shot it quickly, I'm sure they did, but yeah. 
like they are in a good hour of the movie and it's all together. And yeah, that this is multiple days of bowing. So many bows, like gross total of bows. I don't even want to know. <laughs> it's a lot. It's, it's too many lot. bows. And yeah. if you were Willem Dafoe, it's like Liz, like you said, it's just like you're waiting for this guy to get done. Yeah. It's going to take at least like 20 seconds, I think. And <laughs> and you're just like, thanks. Right. This also, is sweet, like, is it, a, but is it a neck bow? Is it full waist 90 degrees? I think degrees? it's full 90 right. degrees. That's the vibe. That's the vibe as well. That's the vibe yeah. from Jamie Foxx. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, Buddy. like yeah. this is weird. And I yeah. feel like Willem Dafoe seems like such like a down to earth person that he's probably just like, this, I hate this. This is so <laughs> strange. Yeah. No. I mean, it's like a nice thought because obviously Jamie really admires him, but it's also like what you're so too weird. Much. It's too it's much. a couple too many. Yeah. 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 Too many bows. Um, that is a really good unanswerable question. We got no answers. Um, <laughs> okay. My unanswerable question is what the heck is up with Chris Jenner's fridge? Um, God bless Poosh still churning out the content. Although oh, Kate, God. you probably should chime in with your thoughts on the writing of this. <laughs> um, but Poosh did an article and it, the article is titled inside Chris Jenner's fridges and freezers. Of course, because she has multiple of them all. And you're like, oh, funny article. Amelia sent this. So shout out, Amelia. But then you take a closer look at the image of the fridges and freezer. And I have a lot of questions. The, the She's seemingly got two fridges and then one freezer. Okay. The freezer is filled with three rows of Haagen-Dazs ice cream of various sizes and flavors. The middle fridge is all greens and produce. And then the fridge to the far right, they're all the same size, is condiments, drinks, eggs, bread, etc. So like everything else that's not fresh produce. Right. Okay. Something deranged is happening, especially since Kris Jenner presumably lives with her and Corey Gamble. Obviously, she's got a lot of guests training in and out, but people of two, a home of two, don't need this amount of groceries. We have in the exactly. greens fridge, we have eight green bell peppers, which shout out Kaya is says is the worst bell pepper flavor <laughs> or color. She's got three full watermelons in there. <laughs> no one needs that many. That's insane. She has a cluster of grapes that fills an entire slide out drawer, like a very large slide out drawer. Yep. She's got one, two, three, four. She's Sorry. got four rows. So like probably eight or more big quarts of Haagen-Dazs ice cream and only one ketchup and one grape coupon. <laughs> Absurd. Explain Does yourself. It doesn't make sense. It's so, it's the produce is what kills me. I'm like, and I, it probably was partially for the shoot. I don't know, but it's just oh, so sure. wasteful. I'm like, you're not eating four watermelons. And also like who puts watermelons in the fridge before you cut them? Like yeah. just cut them and then put them in the fridge. I, there's no way they eat all of the, I don't know no. if it's, if I'm more Wasteful. mad about the food waste or like how this has to be like aesthetically pleasing. So she has to yes. fill an entire, of only right. green, by the way, like no right. other colors happening in this green no. fridge. Exactly. This reminds me of like, you know, Dakota Johnson where she's like, I don't like limes and they put like limes <laughs> in her architectural digest yeah, uh, yeah. shoot. Yeah. Well, I feel like Chris, instead of having someone do it, she did it like so calculated herself. She was like, I'm going to make sure people think that I'm like all time luxury. Like I've got yes. my Haagen-Dazs. I've got, yes. I'm so healthy with my greens, which is mm -hmm. also like, you're just putting these greens in, shoving them into the uh, fridge. Like that. And there's like no seem, containers. No <laughs> containers. No, not. That is not good. Like no. it's just, and also again, like you said, it's, this is so much food waste. Yeah. yeah. Also, I go through, 
ketchup really quick and grape papaya really quick. The fact that she has so much ice cream, which clearly none of them eat dairy. None of them eat sweets like this. <laughs> yeah. Maybe exactly. she, she has little mini ones at the top, probably for the kids when they come over, which makes sense. But I go through a grape papaya like every week or, or maybe a little bit oh, more every couple weird. weeks. That's, that's a Liz uh, Kelly quirk. <laughs> I do like a good condiment but i'm like <laughs> at least put a couple ketchups in there because right ketchup goes with everything is that know. a thing do people have multiple ketchups i don't really well, eat ketchups i don't really know I I love love ketchup. how many ketchups do you guys have in your fridge right now we only have one but honestly we we go through them really quickly because i, I freaking love ketchup exactly me too okay, fair enough also it just is like the amount of excess of everything else and then right. she's got literally four condiments she's got ketchup grape coupon <laughs> regular mustard and mayo and that is it no it's salad so dressings no sit like all the food groups get represented. a barbecue <laughs> in there or like a yeah. honey mustard yeah. pisses weird. me off anyway sorry for the rant you can keep going <laughs> no that was great Kate all right final unanswerable question are we on the brink of the Twee revival. You've probably seen, if you're on the same kind of Twitter feeds that we're on, uh, you've probably seen people debating this. TikTok is leading people to believe that the Twee aesthetic is coming Hmm. back. Now, on our last podcast, uh, we talked about, you know, predicting trends for this year. We actually did talk, I think someone called it something different, but we did talk about someone predicted like the ballet flats, um, kind of the, you know, Mm -hmm. a little more flouncy fashion. But people are predicting the return of the actual like tweet aesthetic that we saw like mid 2010s, like 2012, 2013, 2014. Um, Let me give you some examples of what this included. Uh, It will trigger some memories, I promise. Mm. If you were in high school at this time, Zoe Deschanel, cardigans, ukuleles, ballet flats and colorful tights, a weird obsession with mustaches, bicycles, the movie Amelie, pastels, Mary Janes, everything Wes Anderson has ever touched, and mod cloth outfits, oh. mod cloth dresses. This is from ID Mag, by the way, who did a, uh, a breakdown funny. of this. But that, especially the mustaches, when we got to like the mustache obsession, I was like, oh God, no, like we can't, <laughs> we can't do this again. But a 2014 piece from The Atlantic uh, described the current, uh, you know, at that time, uh, the twee sort of revolution talked about uh, Twee's core values, including a steadfast focus on our essential goodness. Mm. Uh, the utter dispensing with cool, <laughs> as it's conventionally known, in favor of oh. a kind of fetishization of the nerd, the geek, the dork, the virgin. We all remember, and then they said, we all remember those geek tees that everyone wore with their black frame lens popped out cinema glasses. The big, thick glasses with no lens, very tough. <laughs> um, so I guess I wanted to answer, to ask, have you seen signs of the Twee revival online in your daily lives? And did you ever, were you ever into that when you were in school uh, during that time? Oh, uh, yeah. Amelia, I can start. I can start just yeah, to make ahead. you feel safer. Okay, um, I was not super into Twee, but I wanted to be. Like I had the Pinterest boards. Mm. I was on the Tumblr. Like I was on Tumblr. Yes. I definitely like wanted to be. I just like wasn't, almost like wasn't cool enough to like, cultivate that style for myself. I definitely did like the brightly colored shorts. That was a big (laughs) thing. Um, Like the neon green or like the neon pink shorts with like a white shirt or something. That was like kind of borderline uh, twee. Definitely did the cardigans. Definitely did the ballet flats and the headbands. I would say like my... Obviously, yeah. yeah. Did a lot of ballet flats. Is Chevron twee or is Chevron just ugly college style? I think it's like borderline... (laughs) borderline okay. tweet like in the as same as you don't go back to that you know like <laughs> the peter pan collars like those oh. were kind of you know um, right the big like statement necklaces i think 
So oh, yeah, rock some of those. Yeah. Anyway, Amelia, did you ever delve into this at all? I for a while was like really into like teaching myself guitar and like okay, you that know, counts, that yeah. kind of stuff. And it then does. I was into like I watched uh, New Girl, and I was like, wow, Zoe yeah. Deschanel is so quirky and charming. Yeah, which we is all we all listen. But, uh, it happened to all of us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. I think, uh, yeah, that I mean, uh, there. I mean, I, I feel like it's like so long ago, but I. Just remember just, you know, being into just like the little like, you know, kitschy items at Urban Outfitters that are like, that's yeah. so cute. Yeah. 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 You know, just- I ordered from a lot. I ordered a lot of mod cloth. I don't know if that's like yeah. epitome yeah. Yeah. tweet. If yes. You guys- oh. That's that's another example of like I used to scroll that website and like really want yes. things from yeah. there, but I never yes. like actually did it. But I really wanted to be tweet, which is now why I'm like a little worried. I'm like, what if I see on TikTok these girls with their Peter Pan collars? And I'm like, ooh, I could do that. (laughs) You know, I I ordered a sweater vest the other days, you guys. Like I'm on the brink. Okay, I I do want a sweater vest. I'm in the danger zone. We can't go back to this. Yeah, I feel like that'll be the fashion is just so much better now. And I know it's like recency bias, but like even on TikTok, the girls who are like doing these kinds of things like they know how to style the sweater vests and they know how to style like the Oxfords. So like, and also like we're adults. So I feel like we can do, if we want to do it, there's a more like professional way where like, we're not Mm -hmm. showing up to, you know, social studies in a a Peter Pan collar in Oxford. Like it's actually like a work outfit. If it happens, you know, like I feel like we can get away with it at our advanced age. (laughs) As long as we don't go back to like obsessing over owls and like having owl. (laughs) Was that a thing? Yes. Oh my God. I'll send you guys photo. You will know what I'm talking about when I send it to you. Okay. You're so right. It was right, the mustaches. Yes. No, you're 100% can, correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you guys remember people, to... people getting those mustache finger the tattoos? Mustache. Oh God. I have a photo. Yes. Of me. Yeah. I, yeah. That's <laughs> why I like drawing tattoos. them on their hands. Oh my God. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Taylor Swift's like 13 that she used to draw on yes. her hand oh, and she yes. wore like the 1920s like boots and you're just like, okay. Cool, oh God. She it. really yeah. was it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's wrap. Let's say a prayer. Betty White, Blackberries and no twee revival. <laughs> um, yes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Kaya, our producer. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Alwell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.